Today on The Good Word, we're talking about a changing world and a changing people. I read and reread the Chronicles of Narnia as a child, fascinated by this other world that the characters got to visit. But occasionally, the real world the children came from was just as foreign as the land of Narnia, since my American upbringing did not make me familiar with some aspects of British culture. I'd never heard of Turkish delight until Edward was tempted by it, but I assumed it must be very delicious, or at least delicious enough to betray your family for. It wasn't until years later in high school someone offered me a box of Turkish delight, after years of assumptions that it must be especially delectable, I was surprised to discover I didn't like it very much at all. In fact, it wasn't even that sweet. I was mildly disappointed, but it made sense that tastes had changed in the decades since the books had been written. The Turkish delight was the same, but humanities, or at least my culture's taste for candy, had gotten sweeter and sweeter with more access to sugar. The world is constantly changing, something we have to learn to adapt to. But we don't stay static either. Occasionally, it can be difficult to tell the difference between changes in the world and changes within ourselves. Our natural impulse is to try and change the world around us, fix things that seem wrong, or adjust situations that bother us. But that's not the only solution to trouble. When God is dealing with His children, He uses a combination of both approaches to help them learn and grow. Because of His role as Creator, the Lord has the power to change the world around us. One such example is in Exodus, chapter 15, where complaining Israelites found that they could continue forward despite the initially bitter waters. And when they came to Marah, they could not drink of the waters of Marah, for they were bitter. And the people murmured against Moses, saying, What shall we drink? And he cried unto the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree, which, when he had cast into the waters, the waters were made sweet. There he made for them a statute and an ordinance, and there he proved them. God may have changed the composition of the waters, but it's just as likely the Lord changed the Israelites. When the children of Israel faced these bitter waters, they were expecting that somehow they would find sweeter water. One solution would be to find another water source entirely. Another was changing the water already there from bitter to sweet. While the Lord certainly has the power to change the situation, He also has the power to change the people. We may pray to God asking for relief for our trials, expecting that the trial will be changed to something we can handle better. But that's not the only way that God works with us. Often, we may find ourselves changed rather than the circumstances. He knows our capabilities, but more importantly, God knows who we can become. On our own, we might not be able to face what's in front of us, but we're never left on our own when working for and with the Lord. Those who rely on Him don't necessarily have the world changed around them, but are often instead tasked to change the world through their growth. The Lord's ultimate goal is to create the best version of us, His children, using this world to perfect us bit by bit. And that's the good word. 